Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome. Have you ever felt a little overwhelmed, a little off-kilter, that feeling of not being grounded, of almost being lost because there's either so much to do or there's too much noise, too much stimulus. And sometimes for myself, I find that if I take a step back, I slow down a little bit, perhaps take a moment to do a little meditation, do some yoga, or go through the process of making myself that delicious cup of coffee. But sometimes we all need a little help. And our guest today is Laura McLeod, who is going to give us some tips on what we can do to find that balance and that alignment. So welcome, Laura. Thank you, Jenny. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I'm so glad that you agreed to come on and talk about what it means to find that alignment with us. Tell me, so what exactly is a mindset and alignment coach? Mindset and alignment coach. Well, I'll I'll tell you this first was born out of my personal need to find some alignment in my life. I felt exactly as you're describing where I, I just didn't feel quite balanced. I felt like something was off. It was physically, but it was more than that. It was emotionally, and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. So after a process of sort of self-discovery, I came to understand that every single day I need to return to certain tools in my life in order to feel grounded and take care of my mental health is what it basically boils down to. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean when I talk about alignment is aligning to our own personal center. And of course, that involves a whole bunch of mindset work. People don't always understand what I mean by alignment. So I add mindset in there just to give a little bit of clarity so that they're not thinking like it's a physical yoga kind of alignment thing. It's bigger. It's more holistic and all encompassing. And it definitely involves a lot of mindset work as well. Okay. That's interesting because you know what, when I think about alignment, I think of, you know, going to a chiropractor and Mm -hmm. getting adjusted, but in this instance, it's more aligning from the inside out, isn't it? Absolutely. I think of it 
and my logo represents this. I think of it like a tree where we have a, a cord or a center that runs right through the middle of our body mm-hmm. and it goes down into the earth, but it also goes up and out of our body. And I try to align to that deepest core center of myself. So it's, it's also aligning to something bigger than myself. So not just to myself, but also reconnecting and aligning with that sense that there is something bigger going on here than just myself. Oh, yeah, that's interesting, too, because I find that for myself, if I'm feeling feeling that being off kilter or being off balance, I find that if I'm too much of something, like it's either all in my head or I'm worrying about something, or perhaps I'm not holding myself. So, you know, it's when I think about alignment, I think about sort of the posture, you know, you're holding yourself. And I find that if I'm not doing that, if I'm not being mindful, you know, talk about mindset, if I'm not being mindful of what I'm doing and where I'm going, that's when I can trip or I can slip or, you know, or I, I trip over nothing on the floor. And it's it's that I'm not being aware of what I'm doing or perhaps not being aware of myself. Do you find that that is what you come up with sometimes? Or Absolutely. Yes. Or I was even thinking you say yes to something before you even give yourself a chance to really think it through or you... Like you say, you trip over something, you're feeling actually physically out of balance, you're rushed. As a person that has anxiety, I can get in my head too much where I'm just ruminating and thinking all the time, even when I'm sleeping. So for me, it's a very important practice to get out of my head and into my body and into my heart and get that sense of grounding that you're talking about that I feel like does go right down into the earth and make us feel more connected. And it's almost like letting gravity take over and actually concentrating on getting that connection straight through you down into the earth. And of course, exercise, yoga, I know you're a runner, I'm a runner as well. All these things can help meditation, breathing exercises, there's so many things we can do that can help us feel aligned. So I really help people try and find what are your tools that you need in your toolbox, in order to get that sense of alignment and and peace that will help you deal with all of the external stuff that's going on around us. I love what you had said there, Laura, about that is it's mindset, but it's also being mindful. And it's thinking about what can you do to make it easier for yourself? So true, because we can't necessarily change what's happening around us. Mm Mm-hmm. All we can control, and I do believe we have a choice in every single moment to how we're going to react or how we're going to make a choice about what's happening around us. And that does give us a sense of some control. Yes. Yeah. Would you say that it's knowing more about ourselves that help us with that? Absolutely. Yes. And the more that we can do that, it's definitely helpful. I often work with women in their, you know, 50s and above who've raised families and kind of have devoted their lives to their children and their spouses and their work. And they find themselves a little bit lost once their kids are a bit older, maybe they've moved out, or maybe they're seeing that they're approaching the age of moving out, and they feel a little bit lost in terms of their own purpose. Mm -hmm. And what they'll do when you kind of remove that label of mother And so that's a really interesting process. And I went through that myself about five years ago, and it absolutely requires you to go inside and reconnect with that sort of deepest part of us. 
and our intuition to either discover or remember what our unique gifts are Mm -hmm. that we bring to the world. Because sometimes in the busyness of life, we push all that to the back burner. And the only way to reconnect with that, I think, is a self-discovery process where you have to spend some time in journaling, in silence, in meditation, in nature, reconnecting to that part of us that has always been there, but just kind of gets pushed to the side a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. That's interesting that you mention when we are going through another phase in our life, because I talk about in one of my episodes, it's called the third act in life. And, you know, I I say it's any time between 50 and dead, which uh, (laughs) sounds a little morbid, but but it's true. You know, uh, your kids are grown or you're retired from your career or there's some sort of a life change and you feel lost. Absolutely. And, you know, I talk about not having a purpose and maybe what I talk about in terms of having a purpose, it's like, you know, so what are you going to do? Are you going to volunteer? Are you going to work somewhere? Are you going to take up a hobby? But I like your approach to it because it's not substituting that for something else. It's coming more into yourself, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Coming back to yourself in a way that maybe you haven't done in a few decades. And some of the women that I work with have never connected with themselves in that way. So it can be quite a transformation. And I love the way you describe that phase of life. And (laughs) I mean, I lost both of my parents about eight years ago within six months of each other. And that was a big wake up call for me to realize, oh, we really do only have a limited amount of time here. And how am I choosing to spend that? And what do I want the rest of my life to look like? So again, I didn't find that morbid. I actually found it very inspiring to remember and remind myself, oh, I have choices, but I have to make them. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, if we just allow life to just keep carrying us along, you know, you're not being very intentional and, and you may not be very content where you are. I also, when you said from 50 until dead, it seems like there's a group of people that are sort of accepting the fact that we're at this stage in life and it is what it is. I made the choices. This, I'm just going to live it out and, and just whatever, wind down. Right. And then there's a whole other population that's like, no, this is amazing. This is an exciting time. Like you say, Jenny, it's a time of transfer, like of transition. Mm-hmm. So it might be uncomfortable while you're going through that transition, but the opportunities are exciting and it reminds us that we can do anything. I mean, we're a little bit limited right now in what we can do and where we can go in the world, but even still, we have thousands of opportunities and choices. And I just want people to ramp up and actually make some changes and feel that sense of excitement and adventure and not just resign themselves to, you know, living out the rest of their life the way they have, because they just don't know anything other than that. We've got options. Oh yeah, absolutely. And think about the, you say the transition, anytime you go outside your comfort zone, there's that growth and it feels scary and it feels alien. And, and especially if you've been doing something and it could be you're working at the same job and you do the same thing all the time, or you've been a mother or you've been whatever it is that you've been. And now it's what's next. What do mm-hmm. I do? You know, getting back to that feeling of, of being lost or, or perhaps The other thing to think about is that you've always been told that Mm. you, oh, you're no good, or you can only do this, or you can only do that. And you get that 
ingrained into your brain until finally you realize it's, well, no, I can't do anything. You know, there's nothing for me. So how do you get past that? Well, and that's such a good point because we have been given so many messages over our lifetime about what we should do, what we're allowed to do, what's appropriate for our gender to do, what's not appropriate, what's appropriate for our age. And I mean, we sort of call those limiting beliefs. There's beliefs that have been put on us by a variety of, they might be our parents, our siblings, our culture, society at large. But there comes a time where we tend to take over those beliefs ourselves, and we may not even realize it, but we now start telling ourselves those limiting stories. And we're the ones that are actually holding ourselves back. Nobody else is. We still feel like, well, no, I couldn't do that because of X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. I help people realize, no, you can do that. Like you do have a choice. And X, Y, and Z are actually not holding you back. Maybe they were at some point, but they're at some point you took that story on and you're now holding yourself back. So that's when people say, you know, you were holding the key the whole time and you didn't realize. I have, and I have plenty of limiting beliefs myself, but I really enjoy working with people to help them through journaling and some exercises really shine a light on what their limiting beliefs might be. And it's amazing how if you can unlock some of those, all of a sudden it frees you up to make huge leaps in your life that you would never have considered before. Yeah. You know, it, it makes me think of the, the movie Wizard of Oz, you know, and, and what, did, yes. uh, what did Glinda the, the Good Witch tell Dorothy? Yes, it was inside all along. <laughs> that's not funny. So true. It is. And we don't realize just how much personal power. I know people, sometimes you think of power as something, you know, bigger than you or you're dominating with power or you're taking control. But I like to think power is something that you're taking something back, right? Like you're reclaiming your own personal power. Yes. And that's, I mean, it it excites me just to hear you say those words because that is what it is. It is empowering. It's freeing. It makes you feel like, here's another way I've heard it explained that a lot of times we carry around a backpack full of our guilt, our shame, our limiting beliefs our regrets, and it's heavy. And we carry it 24 hours a day everywhere we go. Yeah. And you know how we get rid of that? Mm. Oh. We put it down and we walk away. Okay. But how can you do that? It sounds so easy, but I know it's not. It's not easy, but it's, the first of all, I would say the awareness first and foremost that, okay, why am I carrying this back? Why am I choosing to carry this backpack around of all this heavy stuff? And then choosing to maybe look at it. Okay, what's in there? Why do I feel guilty all the time? What's that about? It does require looking back a little bit in order to see where did these patterns come from? Who used to make me feel guilty all the time? Like, why do I do that to myself now? Mm -hmm. Probably because at some point in your past, somebody made you feel some way. So it does require some looking at maybe past traumas or things that happened to us a long time ago that we thought we had dealt with. Mm-hmm. And we don't think they're impacting us today, but I find the exact opposite is actually true. It, it's helpful to revisit, and life seems to give us chances to revisit every once in a while, past traumas and things in a new light, and they'll be showing up a little differently in our life now, but they're still work, worth looking at so that you can release that again and then go forward with a greater sense of lightness and ease. Mm -hmm. 
but it is a relief to know we can put the backpack down. And that's the first step is just realizing, okay, a lot of this crap is mine and I'm choosing <laughs> to carry it. Right. So how about we look at that a little bit and see what, it's not about beating ourselves up or anything like that. It's about releasing that. Uh, once you realize where it's coming from, then just releasing it and mm-hmm. moving ahead with a greater sense of ease and lightness, I would say. Okay. That just made me think of a speech I did for Toastmasters. It was a couple of months ago, and I was talking about your secret self, right? Or your mm-hmm. aura, your secret side, I suppose, and about Carl Jung, mm-hmm. who talked about the, the side of yourself. So it's like, I say secret self, but I mean, I guess shadow self is your yeah. shadow self. And he talks about how when we were children, so it gets back, you talk about trauma, right? It gets, mm-hmm. gets back to when you were a child. And it doesn't have to be something that happened that was absolutely horrible, you know? So you talk about abuse or living with abusive situation, but it could be something as simple as always being told that, you know, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong or whatever it is. And so when we're adults, we carry this, you talked about a knapsack, but it's carrying this bag, all these things that we were told as children mm-hmm. or subjected to as children that we still carry around with us. And so yes. every time you want to get past that and do something, it's your shadow self saying, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you do that because you're carrying mm-hmm. that bag of stuff. Right. Isn't that interesting? I was working with a client just the other day and part of what brought her to me is that she was having difficulty forming connections and friendships with women. At this point in her life, she had moved to a new town and in the past hadn't really struggled with meeting and forming a sense of community. Mm -hmm. And so we talked for a while. And once we started to go back a little bit, she told me a story about how when she was a teenager, she had two very, very close friends too. So the three of them were friends. One day with no warning, she received a letter in the mail from these two other girls. And and that was back in the day where you had to mail a letter and wait till it got there. (laughs) And all this letter told her was that these two girls no longer wanted to be her friend and that she was not allowed to talk to them anymore. There was no explanation about why this happened or what she had done or not done. And then to even further humiliate her, every time she went to school, she had to see these girls and she was not allowed to speak to them. So you can imagine as I'm sitting there listening to this story, all I can think of is no wonder you're having a difficult time forming friendships now Mm -hmm. at this because you have maybe trust issues, you're suspicious of what their intentions are. I mean, that's a horrible wound, what she suffered, a trauma. And I, especially to have no explanation as to why, and therefore no closure. And it's things like that, where sometimes we don't necessarily connect the dots. But I was just like, oh my goodness, you just, of course you don't. It's not easy for you. You've been horribly hurt in the past. That's going to make it difficult. And even though maybe it didn't make it difficult for a lot of years, it is coming up now. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And there's no shame or anything in that, but just acknowledging that there's a reason why your body or your spirit is protecting you from possibly being hurt again, because that's what you learned in your past. So. Yeah. It's interesting when people tell their stories and you can be the one to help them see 
and maybe understand, see that light go on about, okay, that does make sense actually. And I'm not stupid or silly for feeling the way I do. It actually makes perfect sense. It does. It does. Yeah. Oh, wow. What a powerful story. And I'm so glad that you were able to see that it wasn't something she did because we always take that onus on ourselves. It's like, oh, I must have mm. done something. Right? We ever, yeah. Ever. Yeah. Yes, we take the blame. It's almost a, a knee-jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think about triggers. You know, sometimes triggers can be a song, a phrase, food, a smell. And most of the time, it's something, you know, it's a pleasant memory. But sometimes it's not mm-hmm. so much a memory. And then it brings back all those feelings or, or memories that you buried or you thought you buried and now they've come to surface. Right. And so how do you deal with that? Yeah. Well, and you and I have been through that exercise, the triggers exercise when we did the five day challenge, which yes. is a really, really valuable exercise. So I think of it as we get triggered by all kinds of things, something, you know, even our kids, the way they talk to us or something our spouse says and We might lash out or speak harshly back to them, or it's just something that all of a sudden seems like the reaction is a little bit out of kilter compared to what started it. Mm -hmm. So those triggers are actually like coins in a video game. Think of them like, okay, this is good. This, I just felt an overreaction there. There's something for me to learn Mm -hmm. from that. And then what I really love is taking some time to journal and write about what happened. What was the situation before the trigger happened, before the person said the thing, or you saw the picture or looked on Instagram and something upset you or whatever it is, and really pull it apart and just pour it out onto the page. Don't censor anything that you're thinking. It's just about getting it out of your head and onto the paper. Then you kind of, there's an exercise you can go through where you try and connect with where where else in my life have I ever felt that before and you kind of go through the steps to to shed some light on that trigger and then there's often a, a little lesson in there that teaches you something about why you reacted the way you did to the trigger and then it also takes the power away from that and it next time maybe it won't be a trigger for you anymore because now you've learned something doesn't mean your triggers are gone forever. And trust me, triggers show up all the time in my life. And there's always going to be a new one, but it's still an interesting process to actually look at what it was about the thing that that set you off. Yeah, exactly. There's a little kernel in there that's interesting to look at. Hi, it's Jenny. We'll get back to the show in a moment. But first, I invite you to check out my website, coffeewithjennyb.ca. That's Jenny with a G where you'll find all the links to my episodes. You'll also find a variety of coffee gifts available for purchase, including my branded bag of Red Door Coffee Beans from Harrison's Coffee Company. As well, you'll find a link to join the Winnipeg Coffee Community Facebook group. I'll also be posting info about upcoming coffee tours and coffee nights. So keep checking my website for updates. You can also follow me on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. Now, let's get back to the show. Very much so. And I like that you mentioned the uh, the five-day exercise or the group that we did, because that's how I met you, mm. so, uh, through the Made to Grow group that I joined. And I'm so glad I did, because it's a group of women that are meeting in a safe space that we can talk about everything and anything. And most of the time, we talk about the things that women deal with on a regular mm-hmm. basis. And so when, I, when Sherry and Nancy 
got you to put this five-day group together. I was a little hesitant at first, I have to admit, because I'm not one for journaling, which is so ironic because I'm a writer. (laughs) So you think journaling would become easy for me, but it's that I've got all this stuff in my head and I don't know how to put it down on paper. And so I don't. Mm -hmm. But we were part of this group. and, And so every day it was a different theme that you had us basically working out and writing down things. And you know, what's interesting about that whole experience is that I never once felt that, oh, I can't do this. And what's also really interesting too, is that I found it was easy for me to start thinking about, okay, so what are the things that are triggering me? Or what are some of the things that I need to think about? And I have to say that after the five days, it was probably one of my favorite ways of dealing with my own inner stuff. Journaling? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it actually, it can become a very safe place. As long as we remind ourselves that this journal is just for me, nobody else is going to read it. It doesn't need to make sense. And I call it like just basically throw up onto the page, get the thoughts out of your head onto mm-hmm. the paper, and it can be so healing. I love the Made to Grow community. Like you said, they're all business owners. So mm-hmm. it's an amazing place where these are women doing amazing things. Everybody's got different businesses and different companies happening. We all share certain struggles and it's such a it's such a great place to come and you can bring whatever it is that you're struggling with to the table. So I just love that that's where we met each other and connected. So when Nancy asked if I would do the Align Challenge with that group, of course I said absolutely yes. Because the small group, we do it on Zoom and five days in a row. And like you said, working on a different theme each day, it's a safe space, so healing, even to hear somebody else explain something in their life that makes you all of a sudden think, I do that too. Mm -hmm. And I've never even really talked about it, but I guess I don't understand what it's about. And you get the chance to like talk with somebody and work those things out. And it definitely makes you feel like you're not alone in some of the struggles in business, but also just in life. And I think we need to do more of that kind of connecting, especially as women, Mm -hmm. because I have so many people just kind of telling me in a whisper that, you know, they are overwhelmed, disconnected, giving everything to their family and leaving nothing for themselves at the end of the day. And I just feel like we can't continue this way. We need to bring some of this into the light. And it's okay for us to say, I, we need help. We need connection. We need support. We need some healing. We need time to rest. Mm -hmm. It's, we have to. And you know, what's interesting about this is that it's even more, more prevalent or more important because of the pandemic, because for Mm -hmm. so long we've been isolated. We've been alone. We haven't had to connect with each other. And now that we're able to get out, you know, it's easier. Restrictions have been lifted, but in some ways we're, it's almost like we're afraid to get out and get that connection. Yes. So what can we do, especially as women, that, to get that connection, to give ourselves that permission that, yes, I can ask for help? Mm-hmm. I think you're so right about this pandemic. Like There are so many lasting effects that we're going to have from this that we really need to pay attention to. I think a lot of times as well, the women have been carrying the mental load of the stress it's put on our children, on our spouses, on ourselves, it's a lot. I think it's a process of being vulnerable and being okay being vulnerable and saying, because it's hard to say, I'm struggling, I need help. 
But as soon as you get those words out, you immediately start to feel a little better. And nine times out of 10, somebody else beside you says, I'm actually struggling too. Like, what can we do to help each other? And that connection is so important in helping to lighten the burden. Mm -hmm. I mean, our mental health resources are buckling under the pressure of what's happening. Suicides are up. Like, we have to pay attention to this. So, and we're all individuals, so there's no one fix for everybody. But I think we've the pandemic has definitely taught us to choose wisely. Like, what do we consider essential? Mm-hmm. What can we let go of that was actually causing a lot of stress in our old life that I'm not going to return to that anymore? I always say unfollow is a very powerful button. Mm-hmm. Use it. So pay attention to what you're consuming in terms of food, water, television, Netflix, what kind of music are you listening to? Are these, what kind of connections do you have in your life? Are they adding to your energy and filling up your cup or are they depleting you? And I really try and pay attention to what I give energy to these days. And if I need 10 hours alone on a Sunday to read my book in order to feel good enough to go back to work on Monday, then we need to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So I think just being honest, and if we're honest with ourselves, we also give other people the permission to be honest as well. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a great gift we can give each other to just say, look, I, we can say no to more things. <laughs> and as women, we often have a hard time doing that. The more things we can say no to and then say yes intentionally to the things that actually light us up and are important to us. Mm-hmm. And just remember to keep some energy for ourselves at the end of the day to do the things that are important to us. Yes, and I totally agree. And, and you know, that gets us full circle, I should say, back to the feeling of being in alignment. Because when you are feeling more in alignment and when you are feeling a little bit more grounded, it is easier to be able to recognize the things that bring you joy that are mm-hmm. you know, energizing for you versus the ones that are depleting your energy. I went through something last week where I've been dealing with something that I don't even know why it was consuming me, but it was consuming Mm -hmm. me in a bad way. And I didn't realize why it was until one day I had this aha moment. And it's like, because I was giving all my energy to this thing, which was draining my energy. Mm -hmm. And so I had nothing left for myself. So when you say about filling your cup, it's having again that mindset to realize, you know what, I'm not filling my cup, maybe asking yourself why you're not, and then finding out, well, what can you do to get into alignment again? Mm -hmm. Absolutely true. I'm a daily exerciser, and I find inspiration and downloads come to me when I'm exercising, which is really quite amazing. Mm -hmm. And I just had one this morning where it just felt, all of a sudden I realized we're like a boat But I think we all have leaks in our boat Mm -hmm. and we need to figure out where are my leaks and where do I need to patch those so that I can be a a fully functioning floating boat because (laughs) otherwise I'm slowly going down. (laughs) Social media can be a huge one. And I talk, I hear people mention it a lot about how it makes them feel horrible. They're comparing themselves. It's, it's addictive, all the things that can be very true. So I just say, be very intentional about what you're looking at when you're on there. Unfollow things that feel like they pull your energy into a dark place. You need to save your energy for the things that actually matter to you. Mm -hmm. If it needs to be gone completely, that's okay too. So just 
paying attention to that? Or am I eating horribly? And that's a leak in my boat, whereas I'm trying to do everything else okay, but I'm not taking care of my body nutritionally, then we need to look at that hole in the boat and try and patch that as well. I have the 12 aligned tools that I speak to in my course and through my coaching. And these are the tools that I use in my life every day. I'm kind of hitting all the things that are important, these 12 different areas and figure out where you may need some extra support. Like it goes through connections. What are your connections like? Um, Are you making those connections? We have more isolation than ever in this world, which I think is a real problem. And a lot of us are craving meaningful connection and conversation. What are you eating? What are you drinking? Are you meditating? Do you have a creative outlet in your life? So we go through all of these things. And sometimes you might not have even realized that there's one or two areas where you've never delved into, and it can be really invigorating to actually start something new. Like you mentioned, make a change like that often brings us energy, takes us out of our comfort zone and can make us feel alive in a way that maybe we weren't feeling before we were kind of stuck in a rut. Mm -hmm. So I like to help people get unstuck and help them realize you don't have to stay stuck (laughs) that we have choices. We might not always love the choices, but we have choices. And if we make them intentionally, everything can change. Oh, that's lovely. And and I love the fact that you have this course available and, and I'm sure my listeners would love to know more about it. So if they would like to know more about it, how can they get in touch with you? I would say, so the website is under reconstruction right now, but a great way to just stay in touch if you're on Instagram is, I call it align with Laura is my handle in Instagram, or you can always email me at support at tools. Dot com and fire me any questions or anything that you might have or comments. Always happy to hear from people and also just happy to share stories and find out where you're at or what you might be struggling with because we have to help each other through all this. Yes, we do. And thank you for that. And I'll make sure that I have your contact information in the show notes for this episode. So thank, thank you. you so much, Laura, for spending some time with us today and talking to us about mindset and alignment and knowing that we're not alone and that there's always help available for us if we need it. And a pleasure. And I so appreciate what you're doing here. And I've really enjoyed listening to some of your other podcasts as well. So I'm going to continue to do so. So thank you, Jenny. Thank you. I appreciate that. So until next time, think about what you can do to get yourself in alignment. Realize that you're not stuck and that you can become unstuck and know that there are resources and assistance for us when we need help or just a friendly voice and a friendly ear and a and just a desire to help us get through whatever we need help with thanks so much for listening if you like coffee with jenny b and want to know more connect with jenny on instagram at coffee with jenny b that's jenny with a g until then all you need is joy and more coffee Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundle, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email 
matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network.